0: Section 40 of Journal of the Rev. Francis Asbury, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Brian Keenan. Journal of the Rev. Francis Asbury, Volume 1. Section 40. Monday 7. Exceeding Hot Weather. I rose with a comfortable sense of the Divine Presence on my heart. We prayed alone in the woods. I pleaded in private. Great labors are before me. The Lord keeps me. At ten I preached in Lee's Chapel in Cuswell County to about sixty people on Matthew 7.21. Not every one that saith Lord, Lord, etc. I possessed clearness of ideas, liberty of speech, and the people serious. The preachers are under great difficulties here for want of places of study, most places but one room, or if a chamber they cannot live there it is so hot. I found the people much united to me, and appeared to think too highly of me. Lord, keep me from pride, and all high thoughts of myself, but daily traveling and other labors will humble me. There is a good work of God here. But some of the Baptists rage because we have what they lost. But while we keep close to God, and preach the power of religion, they can do us no harm. True. Tuesday 8. I rode to Baxter's sixteen miles. About eighty people, many came that never attended at other times. My text was 1 John 1, 8, 9. I had great liberty but was tried in getting there. We crossed the Line Creek. After preaching rode six miles, but was an hour too late. About eight o'clock came to a cabin, an earthen floor, and damp bed. I was very weary and had a pain in my head. But the people were kind. I knew not how to lie down. Edward Bailey lay down and slept well. Wednesday, 9. I rode sixteen miles to White's, came in about three o'clock, no preaching appointed. I had time to write and plan for another trip through Carolina. I have had little time or place for prayer till I came here. The roads are so bad, I have my carriage to refit almost every week. This is Caswell County. The poor people have been much put to it the year past for bread. The present year they have exceeding fine growing corn. Lord, remember the poor. Thursday 10. I rode for the state of Virginia. We were lost, stopped at Dickinson's, and took dinner. Then rode on to Sylvester Adams's, several creeks to cross, and bad roads to travel. Edward Bailey led my horse down a steep hill, and the carriage overset. The horse struggled, but kept his feet. One shaft broke which we strapped up and rode on near thirty miles. We found the is there. Abraham is incurable. I have a mind to try Isaac again, having a hope that he is humbled. Lord, direct me what to do in this matter. I made proposals to him, but he rejected them. I fear he is also incurable, being too lazy to ride a circuit. Saturday, 12 I went down Dan River two miles and preached to about eighty people on James 4, eight through eleven. Edward Bailey spoke very zealously after me. It is very hot, myself weak and distressed, have no place for retirement but the woods, and the heat dispirits me. There is a great difference between this and the northern part of the continent. I am kept in faith and seek the glory of God. Sunday, 13. I rode to Watson's preaching-house, a round, long building after the plan of this part of the country. There were about five hundred people. I spoke on the parable of the sower, a lengthy discourse. Edward Bailey preached much to the purpose about Christian discipline and fellowship, from those words, where two or three are gathered together in my name, etc. There was a moving. Monday, 14. I brought Isaac Rawlins to some acknowledgment, and appointed him to ride Pittsylvania, New Hope, and Tar River, till conference. His greatest admirers saw his obstinacy, and would have disowned him if he had not submitted, for they began to tire with his lounging about. I hope this will be a warning to him, and will make him take more care, and submit to order. I preached at Colonel Wilson's to about two hundred people. I spoke on Hebrews 12, through 4 Tuesday, 15. I rode thirty miles to Mr. Martin's. The roads and creeks are rendered bad for traveling by the late freshets. Wednesday, 16. I preached at Dowby's store to about three hundred people, some gay ones. I spoke on 1 John 2, 13-17. The people were attentive. Edward Bailey thundered away on, Is there not a cause? I have been very unwell. And travelling down Dan River and among the creeks am in danger of the fever and ague. We were obliged to swim the horses over Birch's Creek and bring the carriage over the shattered bridge. Thursday seventeen. I stopped at friend Baker's being very unwell. Brother Bailey went to a chapel ten miles from this. I want to write and to recover its strength or I shall run myself down. I am kept in peace. Humility and watchfulness. I have been unwell for this week past. This has made it an additional burden to travel, and the sun is so violent that it appears to me I could not stand it were it not for the top carriage. I thought it would be well for me to have a person with me always, and I think Cromwell is the man. If I should preach a systematical dry sermon, he would pay the sinners off. I was kept in peace my body some little recruited. I rested comfortable, retired often to prayer, that God would go with me to the next circuit. I suppose, upon a calculation, I have ridden better than a thousand miles since February last, when I was at quarterly meeting at the seaside in Delaware. Friday, 18. Felt unwell, something like an ague, this being an unhealthy spot amongst the rivers. I rode 12 miles to Boyd's church about 60 people they had but little notice I asked the people if they chose to have the service read they did and I read as far as the first lesson not having time to read all then spoke on second chronicles 7:14 in great plainness the people did not feel I prevailed on our preachers to use that church once a fortnight saturday 19 I am unwell in body, but my mind is happy. This is a comfortable house to be at, Mr. Griffin's. I shall have half a day's rest. I preached on Acts 13:16 about eighty people, very wild and unfeeling. I rode to Brother Parrish's, ten miles, crossed Shoko Creek at the fish-trap, a very bad ford, occasioned by the late freshet that rose near forty feet. Sunday, 20. I could not read, write, think, or converse much. At twelve o'clock I preached to about five hundred souls, an unawakened people, but the Lord assisted me greatly, from Luke three twenty-three through 25 Some solemnity and quickening, Brother Bailey exhorted. I cannot get clear of a cold and a slow fever. I praise God for cooler weather, it is what I have prayed for, and God has sent it for the heat is one cause of my being unwell Monday twenty one We rode to Carter's five miles. I was unwell, and Edward Bailey preached on We Preach Not Ourselves. We rode on and crossed Dan and Stanton rivers at Sir Peyton's Ferry. There is a short canal cut from one river to the other. I rode through the woods to our friend Crowden's about ten miles from Carter's came in about sunset. Tuesday, 22. I am some little better in health. My spirit is refreshed at kind entertainment and a loving family, old Methodists of a right spirit. I hear the work revives in this circuit. Bless the Lord. I shall have better entertainment and better roads, but above all, better people. I thankfully acknowledge the goodness of God in all my travels. May he who alone is able to keep my soul and body, be ever with me. I preached at Dr. Crowden's to about three hundred people on Titus 3, 2. Had liberty and life, though unwell. After preaching, set out on the way, about thirteen miles, came in about eight o'clock. The people seemed not greatly pleased to see us. I slept some little, rose early for the quarterly meeting at Colonel Bedford's. Rode about ten miles to breakfast. Met Henry Willis and Moses Parks, rather stiff for ordinances. I spoke on Habakkuk 3, 2. Spoke freely to them. I was a little grieved. Brother Parks preached a sermon on the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, etc. He was much out of his harness. I thought they were but children, and that I ought to bear with and take care of them. I retired into the barn, prayed, and felt the Lord near. Next day at nine o'clock, Love Feast. We had much prayer, some singing and speaking. At last Brother Parks prayed, and some of the honest-hearted people broke out into a shout. At twelve o'clock I preached under an arbor near the church, to about three hundred people, on John 3, 17, 18. Was assisted at first, but was not close or clear in the application. Thomas Morris gave a good exhortation. Edward Bailey spoke very fervently. God blessed him. His greatest gift is exhortation. So all ended in peace. This day there came an account that the southern army was defeated, and all taken to a man, except General Gates, which cannot be all true. I am kept in resignation and faith, and praying that God may bless my labors, and bring peace and union among the Methodists in Virginia." I received comforting letters from Mr. White and Mr. Goff. All these comfort me in the house of my pilgrimage. Mr. White informs me of Thomas Haskins, a young man that was convinced, who has a good education, has been reading the law three years. Now he must read and preach the gospel. FRIDAY twenty-five. I rode to Page Manns, sixteen miles, was much assisted in speaking on Hebrews 4 eleven through thirteen to about three hundred people, who appeared serious and somewhat moved. Saturday twenty six Rode to Robinson's, a smith, who braced up my carriage. We rode on to Little Falling River, and then to the new store, where was a company stationed. The captain wanted our certificates. Bailey disputed with him. I showed him mine. We rode on to Great Falling River. I stopped at one Vincent Glasses, the man was kind, our entertainment plain. I did not sleep well. We talked with our host, he had catched some notions from the Baptists and Presbyterians. Though he was going another way, he changed his purpose and came with us. We rode twelve miles, over hills and creeks, and through woods. About eleven o'clock I spoke on Isaiah thirty-five, six, seven, to about five hundred people. WILD ENOUGH. THIS IS A RUNNING LIFE. THE DEVIL ROARS, AND MEN THREATEN, BUT GOD IS WITH US. I LABORED TO COME AT THE CONSCIENCES OF THE PEOPLE, BUT COULD NOT. I KEEP MY HEALTH TO A WONDER, BUT I WANT TIME FOR RETIREMENT. WE HAD NEAR THIRTY MILES FROM PAGE MAN'S TO STAPLES'S. I CAN HARDLY GET TIME AND PLACE TO NOTE DOWN ANYTHING. I SPENT SOME TIME AT THE QUARTER MEETING IN THE BARN, ALONE. Oh, how good did that feel! Monday, 28. Rode sixteen miles to fours, about one hundred people, some serious souls. Spoke to the society, about thirty members. Tuesday, 29. Rode to friend Martin's, came in about ten o'clock, preached from 2 Corinthians 4, 1-4, through to about five hundred hearers, some Baptists, some Methodists, some old churchmen, some independent people, who have joined with one Mr. R. T. S. to be independent Presbyterians. I see very little religion among the people in these parts. Some professors came to see what was going on. Wednesday 30. Rode thirty miles to Billops's barn. About one hundred and thirty people, rich and unfeeling. I could not get in till two o'clock, Spoke freely from Hebrews 10, 12-16. I lodged at Colonel Billups's. Thursday, 31. Rode to Tucker's, spoke on Peter 4, 18, had great light. Met Brother Parks, found him more teachable. We have hot weather. Friday, September 1, 1780. A day of fasting. I was kindly entertained by the people who refitted our clothing. Rode to Brown's, 18 miles, came in about 10 o'clock. Spoke on 1 Peter 5, 6-10, through 10, with some freedom, though very unwell by fasting and riding. Saturday 2. Rode 14 miles to my old friend Johnson's. Spoke from 1 Peter 3, 17-18, to about 100 people. Felt life some of the people were moved, then met society. Some of them felt and spoke of the goodness of God, and were put in mind of old times and old preaching. Brother Johnson is a solid true Methodist. He laments the falling away that I told him of. I am a true prophet of evil tidings, as it suits my cast of mind. Sunday 3 THIS DAY NINE YEARS PAST I SAILED FROM BRISTOL, OLD ENGLAND. AH, WHAT TROUBLES HAVE I PASSED THROUGH, WHAT SICKNESS, WHAT TEMPTATIONS. BUT I THINK, THOUGH I AM GROWN MORE AGED, I HAVE A BETTER CONSTITUTION, AND MORE GIFTS, AND I THINK MUCH MORE GRACE. I CAN BEAR DISAPPOINTMENTS AND CONTRADICTION WITH GREATER EASE. TRIALS ARE BEFORE ME, VERY GREAT ONES, BUT GOD HATH HELPED ME HITHERTO. I can with greater confidence trust him. And indeed, what have any of us to trust in for futurity except the living God. Virginia, Monday, September 4, 1780. This being a day of rest affords me an opportunity of reading and writing. I enjoy a serene mind. Tuesday, five. I rode to Eastland's preaching house. Where I spoke to about one hundred people. Some few warm hearts, I thought, among many more cold. I spoke on Hebrews 13, 6, and had much liberty. At night met the people at B. Clark's, and exhorted them closely to relative duties. A poor sinner who was drunk had prepared a bottle of spirits for the disturbance of the congregation. His horse threw him, and the fall had nearly killed him. I had had a foreboding of mischief. Wednesday six. At Morgan's to about one hundred people, I spoke in great plainness of speech on Second Corinthians four, two, three. Preaching has not been accompanied with success here. The audience were, however, generally attentive. I met with F. H. He is gone from the Methodists. I dealt very plainly with him. He was, in his way, very affectionate to me. BUT WHAT IS THAT TO ME? THURSDAY 7 AT MALONE'S SPOKE TO ABOUT ONE HUNDRED SOULS ON MATTHEW 24, 12, 13. WE HAD A LOVE FEAST, SOME SPEAKING. AFTER MEETING WE HAD SOME FRIENDLY CONTENTION WITH A, Y, AND W ABOUT THE ORDINANCES. SO FAR AS THIS WAS A LOSS OF PRECIOUS TIME, SO FAR SATAN PREVAILED, AND I AM SORRY. Friday 8. My mind is calm. I have had close communion with God. My hours of retirement have been kept. When I can get a barn or a preaching house, I am happy. Though I have talked much, I have kept my temper. I feel nothing but love, and no contradiction I meet with makes me angry. I have a natural affection for my own countrymen, yet I can hear them called cruel people and calmly listen to threatenings of slaughter against them. Were a people spreading desolation with fire and sword in England, I, as an inhabitant, whether the invaders were right or wrong, would probably feel as the Americans now do, and use the same harsh expressions. Thus I reason, and cannot therefore condemn. But the grace of God is sufficient to set us all above the world, and all things here. Saturday, 9. Rode to Edward Pegram's, about seventy people there. I was under great dejection and spoke with very little life on hebrews thirteen six Sunday ten at Bushell's Chapel. I spoke to about four hundred people on the parable of the sower and although my fever came on before I began, I was greatly assisted. I spoke long and was ready to weep over them after the meeting. I rode seventeen miles and came to Captain Smith's. I have traveled since Friday morning about sixty miles. I went to bed, and had a strong fever on me all night. It was an intermittent. Monday very weak, but happy. Received letters from Jesse Hollingsworth, from White, and from Petticord. There is a great work of God in Delaware, but a draught and very awful distresses in the land. I mourn with them and I rejoice with them. Monday, 11. Though unwell, I spoke on Hebrews three twelve through 14 I first stood up and prayed, but was obliged, through illness, to commit my labors to Edward Bailey, who spoke afterward. Resuming my station, I preached with liberty. Tuesday, 12. I visited my friends. These kind people have made me a dress of virginia cloth, which I much needed, as my dress approached to raggedness. I saw L. Cole, a serious good man, under a strong bias to ordinances, because he opened his book on They Shall Not Profit My People. With this he was affected. I saw Brother D. E., Brother M. S., all-loving, and showed me more respect than is due to me. Wednesday, 13. A little better in health. Have read the first volume of Kessler's Travels through Switzerland. I am much unfitted for business by this tertian. Prayer, both in public and in private, has not been neglected. Thursday, 14. Rode to Mr. Jarrett's and was kindly received. I am very unwell. Friday, 15. Preached with freedom at the barn, on Romans 13:11 Saturday 16 wrote to Mr Wesley at the desire of the Virginia conference who had consented to suspend the administration of the ordinances for one year footnote the answer to this letter was made through Dr Coke Richard Watcote and Thomas Vasey in 1784 who all came to america properly ordained and here i will take occasion to correct a mistake into which dr whitehead has fallen in his life of mr wesley it is in that work stated that had mr wesley obtained the consent of the american preachers and people he might have sent ministers regularly ordained to the society in that part of the world the truth is that the american methodists both ministers and people wished to have such ministers among them that they might partake like other christian societies of the ordinances of the church of god and when ministers did thus come, they received them generally and joyfully. I will further presume that Mr. Wesley received few letters from America in which that subject was not pressed upon him. End of footnote. I want to be more devoted. I had liberty in speaking. God was with us. I am but feeble in body, and not so fervent in spirit as I desire to be. Sunday, 17th. I had some close talk with Mr. Jarrett. He seems willing to help what he can, and to come to the conference. My health is much restored. Road to White's Chapel, a miserable place it is, unfinished and one part lying open to the sun. A company of young men diverted themselves under the trees, laughing and mocking, while I discoursed with great plainness to about five hundred people on Hebrews 4, 2, 3. I was determined, if possible, they should hear. Rode on about twelve miles to Lewis Featherstones, a good man. Monday, 18. Peace. I preached on Psalm 1, with some liberty, to a few faithful souls. Tuesday, 19. Rode to Greens, sixteen miles. What with opposers, the bad times, and a worse devil, there has been a great falling away here. I spoke on Galatians 5, 16, 17, and was close and home, enforcing the power of religion to my hearers, among whom were some people warm for the new way. Wednesday 20. I came to Richard Walters's, 16 miles, spoke on Colossians 1, 26-28, had light, and spoke long. Brother Bailey also spoke. Brother James Foster, a feeling good soul, worn out in the Lord's work, met me here. I felt much love and tenderness for him. He concluded by prayer. My manner is to pray in the morning for the prosperity of the work in every circuit, in the afternoon for all the traveling preachers, for our union and the spirituality of each. I am greatly blessed in my soul by day and by night. Thursday, twenty-one. Traveled over rough roads sixteen miles to Foster's. I spoke on Second Peter three sixteen and seventeen. I preached with some life. The people are kind and appear loving, but there is a great falling away. The devil has not been idle, and opposers have preached to them water more than holiness, and have thus brought confusion among the Methodists. End of section forty. Recording by Brian Keenan.